Hi, I'm Janessa McKenzie, the brand human, and I help entrepreneurs gain the mindset, messaging, and visibility to unapologetically show up and build their brands. So how do you build your brand from the inside out? This is the Elevate Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Elevate Podcast. Today I am with Charlize Latham from Girl at the Yellow Desk Virtual Assistant Services. And she gives female entrepreneurs the confidence to choose the life they want to live by focusing on the tasks they desire and to delegate the rest to her, right? That's what a virtual assistant does. Welcome, Charlize. How are you? Hi, Janessa. I'm doing fantastic today. How are you? I'm great. Great. I'm excited you're here. I'm excited to be here. I can't wait to talk to you about our talking point today and helping your listeners get a little bit of uh, effective tips that I can give them to build their email list. Yeah, I'm so excited. So tell, tell us what you do, why you do it, and who you help. Talk about me. Got it. Okay, yes. well, <laughs> let me see if I can handle that. Um, so um, I'm a storyteller. You'll start to find out during our discussion. But during um, my storytelling time um, really began when I was a hairdresser. So I was a hairdresser and an entrepreneur in the beauty industry for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I was able to build multiple clientels when I moved in different locations, owned and operated a salon with stylists underneath me for eight, eight years. And also spoke on stages, did education, sales, marketing. And for my own company, the salon and my own behind the chair business, did everything, everything myself, except for the things that I figured out could be delegated that I didn't want to do. So I used that mindset um, when I was coming up with a new plan. And I had to come up with a new plan about a year ago. Um, In December of 2018, I had a debilitating back surgery uh, because of an, an old injury. So I had to start recovering. I sold my home. I moved two hours away to live with family so I could figure out a new plan. And I did have to retire from my beloved hair business. Mm. And during that time, I felt like I had lost everything. Everything had been taken away from me in a moment. But when I started doing mindset work, I realized, actually, I still had all of my experience, all of my knowledge. And how could I use what I would give to women behind the chair, which was confidence and that feeling of being able to take over the world because their hair looked perfect um, to them in a new way from home while I recovered. And just like that, I discovered this land of working remotely as an assistant virtually and came into my own. So in June of 2019, I started Girl at the Yellow Desk and I help women, female entrepreneurs, just because that's what I am. That's where my heart is, is with women, business women. And I do all these little tasks that they don't like to do. And as I started working more and more, I realized my biggest strengths are in my storytelling techniques and I'm honing into more of the content creation side of things. So I manage social media, I help build email lists, and I maintain email that converts from subscribers into buyers. So that way a female business owner can focus on helping their own clients, doing the things that they prefer while I build out the email funnels and I nurture their subscribers. So I'm having a lot of fun doing that too. Oh, that's amazing. So I know that email sequences and funnels and all of those things are, you know, personally not my strong suit. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure you come across that a lot. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners here will agree that, you know, it, 
it's very time consuming and it's mm-hmm. tedious work, at least for me, it, that's mm-hmm. what it feels like for me. So why don't we start with, um, you know, what is an email sequence and why should we have one? That's a perfect question. Um, what it's a confusing term and there's a lot of terms thrown out there. So I would love to help you define this. An email sequence is simply defined as a sequence sequence of emails. So in other words, just having emails that go in order one after the other. And the reason why people should have one in place, business owners particularly should have this um, in place is because you can control the message that you're sending out to your subscribers, your clients, your customers on your own terms. So I've heard a lot of people use the analogy of, you know, how Facebook and Instagram, we're all using that for our platforms as well. But, you know, if those were to disappear tomorrow, if something were to happen with technology in, in the way that, you know, you don't have access to those platforms for a short amount of time or permanently, where would you get your clients next? So we should be using those platforms to draw customers into our per, into our permanent email lists that we can nurture ourselves. So the email sequence would be just a nurturing email that comes out um, either for launches, but even better to keep continuous updates since we are always coming out with new programs and giving tips to our clients. And that's what I would define an email sequence as. They do not have to be complicated. They could be just the same way you'd be sending an email to a family member or a friend. Like, hey, like those of you who have children, you would say, guess what the kids are up to this month or this whatever. So that's how we would see these email sequences. They don't have to be these complicated sales techniques. That's great. So I know that I have a nurture sequence and Mm -hmm. a lot of people may call it like an onboarding sequence. Okay. Um, You know, like it's about five or six emails that Mm -hmm. get sent out right after somebody opts into something. Perfect. Uh, Yeah. So what should we be saying in those first few emails just to get people to, you know, get to know us a little bit better? That's awesome question as well. You know, the right questions to ask. I love it. Easy on me to talk. Um, So the, that's the, the thing about what to say is I agree with that number that you have five to six emails and we always want to lead our subscribers with value. The reason they opted in was because you gave them something free that they wanted to know. So in those first five emails, I do the technique where you give, give, give before you ask for anything back. I talk about my story and I give another either freebie or tips that I can give. And then I lead them to things like my blog or my website that has even more tips for them to make sure that they're connected on all channels that I have so they can continue to receive value from me. And I do actually tell them in some of the first emails, whether it's the first one or the second one, I will actually say, Hey, I'm not going to be spammy. I'm not going to be trying to sell you a lot. I'm going to give you as much value as I can. Mm -hmm. And I think it's Gary V who has the rule where you give, 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 and then you strike. So you um, do three values before you ask for anything back. So Mm -hmm. in that five email sequence, I would definitely say first one should be introduce yourself, tell your story again, maybe tell a fun story if you have one or just a really heartwarming story about yourself. That's it. And let them know you're not going to be spammy and weird and ask them for things. Second one, follow up with a great um, either freebie or tip. Third one, another tip, possibly a funny story. And by the time you get to the fourth or the fifth, it's finally okay to say, hey, did you know about my paid offers? And from there, they trust you and you can follow that sequence 
whether you're doing a launch, whether you're doing any type of email sequence, you want to give, 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 and then you can ask. Mm, that's great advice. So for those people that may not have started their email list yet, mm-hmm. where should they begin and where would they even look to get subscribers? Okay. Yeah. So subscribers um, have to come from whatever platform you're using for networking. I get my subscribers from Instagram and Facebook groups. What I do is I am in a lot of groups and they'll say, you know, what are your, a lot of the groups I have will say, what are your free offers or whatever. And so you have mm. to have a lead magnet in place to entice people to want to sign up. So a lead magnet or freebie, or um, they're called both things is basically a content that you usually talk about put into some type of um, free resource or free um, word, sh- a free sheet or a PDF that they're going to want to be able to use in their business. And they're mm-hmm. going to want it. You have to do something that your people are definitely going to want. So when they see this free resource, then they click onto your opt-in page, which by the way, I think it's for the European union for law purposes. When you do make your opt-in page, you do have to ask them if they will subscribe to your emails as well as just getting the opt-in. You can't just take that opt-in email and plug it into your emails just as a side note. Yeah. So yeah. I have, um, oh, <clears throat> I was just going to so say, I have, I have convert kit and they, you know, I, they have to you. like, um, my email subscribers, if they opt into something, they have to confirm that, mm-hmm. you know, that they really want it and that they really want to be on my list before, <laughs> before <Perfect>. they'll, <laughs> so definitely check with your, you know, if you're needing an email marketing platform, convert kits great because it does that already. And, you know, also if you don't use convert kit or you just check your email, you know, provider, the subs- mm-hmm. place that, you know, is collecting your email addresses and see right. if, if those people, or if they have an option for you to, you know, have your email subscribers confirm. That is great point. Yes. I work with um, a lot of different platforms for all of my different clients and most of them have something as simple as a second email or second pop-up that comes up that says, um, would you like to subscribe? And I noticed that um, one time I was subscribing for Amy Porterfield's freebie and hers is on the same page. So it says, would you like the freebie? Click here. Would you also like to subscribe? Click here. So simple, but it covers all of your GDPR. They call it laws that don't Mm -hmm. apply for every state or every country, but we want to make sure we're covered for all purposes. So what you would do, then you picture yourself on Instagram and on Instagram, you would say, Hey guys, and you'd say it in your story and on, you know, everywhere you can, um, with a link in your bio and you would say, Hey guys, I have this free blank that gives you blank, click my link in bio to get it. And everyone knows that that's an opt-in. Everyone knows they're going to have to give like a first name and an email. So people don't get upset about it. They can usually decide then and there if they're going to opt into your mailing list. And a lot of times they do because you just gave them something cool and they want to know what you're about. And it's easy to click unsubscribe later. So what we, you know, just don't worry about all those things. We set them up to be automatically shuffled over. So if you're in convert kit, MailChimp, whatever, they click yes. And they're automatically put into your subscriber bank inside of your email software server. Mm -hmm. So from there, um, I have multiple lead magnets that I use in different groups. So when I'm in my social media group, I use a lead magnet for Instagram. When I'm, um, when I first started out as a VA, my very first one, because I was so nervous, I I kept telling Mm -hmm. myself, I don't have anything anyone wants. Well, 
I do. I knew how to tell people how to get a VA and what I did. And so it was as simple as a little sheet, an informing sheet telling them how to hire a VA. And I got my first like 15 subscribers from that silly little sheet that I was embarrassed to make. Um, yeah. But, you yeah. Know, you definitely don't, don't need something, you know, crazy or mm -hmm. perfect to start. And, you know, mm -hmm. that's a big message that I have for all of my audience all the time is that, you know, it does not have to be perfect. It just has to be done. And oh, that's so true. And the mm -hmm. first time I was making my first lead magnet, someone told me it doesn't even have to be like perfectly beautiful. Cause that's kind of one of my, my holding points is like, I, I'm like, it has to have the right colors and the right font. Yeah, um, no. The first freebie that I got from someone was actually just all text. It was just a word doc linked through Google and it was just text. They're getting information from you. That's going to help them grow. So don't overthink it. And before you know it, people are coming to you for your value. And if you continue to provide that in your emails um, and not fret about how long it's going to take to design the thing, but just make it filled with enough content that they like it, you're going to keep those subscribers over the long term as well. Right. Exactly. That's great advice. Great advice. So tell us what a VA does. Tell us what you do. <laughs> tell us what, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I, I would think that it would be different for every client that you have, you know, their needs and, you know, what they want mm -hmm. and things like that. But give us a general rundown of what, what a VA, why would an entrepreneur need or even look for a VA? Okay. Well, I have a little story that'll help to really identify this. And when I was opening my salon, I had already been in the hair business for over 10 years. I had built multiple clientele. I knew what I was doing and I was educating. I was a part of the whole hair world, so, but opening a salon was different. So I sought out advice and in the County I was living, they had free advice from um, volunteers for, I think they called it minorities and women were considered a business minority. So, um, which by the way, is not the case. I don't think anymore, but <laughs> at the time, um, so this amazing woman who had written books, just loved to volunteer her time. And I was hooked up with her. We got paired up. And so she asked me, what do you need to know? She helped me learn to write a business plan, you know, all that cool budget stuff. And I hated it, but she was helping me learn it. <laughs> and then finally I said, what advice do you have for me though? Like what advice? And sh this is what changed my whole life. She said to me, okay, I want you to open a piece of paper on your notebook and I want you to draw a line down the middle. So on the right side of the column, write down all the things in your head right now that you know that are going to have to get done before the salon opens or when the salon is running. So I wrote down, um, wash towels, um, have the salon clean, um, you know, write the business plan, order business cards. I wrote all of it down. She said, now circle the ones that you hate and do not want to do. So I circled budget and cleaning the salon. And, um, then she said, okay, now write those in the left column. And those at the top of that column, write the word delegate. And the first thing you're going to do is find people to do those things because the longevity of your business depends upon you being happy and you're not going to be happy if you're here every Sunday cleaning the salon. And I was like, that's true. So from the moment that she told me that every time I took on a new business venture of any kind, I would automatically figure out what I could delegate. And so that typically for me is, um, things like money. I hate dealing with 
money and budgets. I, I don't mind spending it, but I don't like <laughs> sitting down calculating it. So I, I, I need to have um, the, the tax people. I don't do well with spreadsheets. So I will just delegate those things out to other people. And then anything I don't know how to do that comes up, I will ask for an expert at least the first time if it's something I can learn great. And if it's not, then I'll continue to pay them to do it. So even in my business now, as a VA, I have VAs that work for me and help me out. And, you know, at first people can um, trade for them too. You can always barter if you, your business has value that they want. So there are ways to get around it without putting yourself, you know, in hawk and being completely negative, trying to get your business running. But virtual assistant simply means that it's someone who is skilled in some kind of skill um, and they work remotely and that's it. They're your assistant that's virtual only because they work remotely. The neatest thing I think about this is I can help and I have helped multiple business scale and grow and I've never met these people in person. It's kind of like a modern day miracle. It's just yeah. crazy that they, they trust me with their business because of the work they see online. And I, and I like it. I like that when my back is hurting still from the surgery, I can be working from home with my pup right by my feet and know that these businesses, these multi-million dollar businesses are running smoothly and I'm helping. So that's what's super cool. Now for me, like I said, <clears throat> I get kept getting told to niche down and really hone in. And to be honest with you at first, that was difficult because I do know how to do so many different things. But over time, clients began to see value in certain things. Like I, like I said, my storytelling, my, my ability to talk with people, um, can translate really well into writing blogs. So I do ghostwriting for blogs um, and for the email copy um, and for social media. I love being on Instagram. I love engaging with people on Instagram. And so um, that was another thing that became just one of things that I was good at. So people pay you for what you're good at. And most entrepreneur females that I meet are so busy. Like you were saying, it's not in your wheelhouse or your desire list to sit and write emails all the time. Probably 80% of the females that I find are creative, like coaches, and they're really good with people, but they don't want to sit in front of a computer and do those things. So, and turn me, who loves to sit by her computer and do those things, and we pair up pretty nicely. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that feeling because today was, um, it wasn't even a sales page, but it was, you know, to an opt-in page to for my uh uh, attraction accelerator that's going to take me to the end of the month. And, you know, while I know what I want to say, sometimes putting those words together in a, the, the specific way that really talks to your audience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even I will, while I can, you know, talk to anybody else about walking them through their you know, fears or their, you know, procrastination. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> when, you, when you're doing it yourself, you're like, oh boy. <laughs> so, well, you know, I just sent we, out we all get it. This, yeah, I just sent out an email this week if this makes you feel any better. And the title was, oops. And it was basically like, I've been so busy cultivating everyone else's email. I actually haven't been sending out my own. Mm. <laughs> so I was laughing because I think that's kind of one of those things to the old adage about the hairdresser's hair never looks good or the plumber's plumbing never works because we do get into that mode where we're so busy helping other people um, instead of helping ourselves sometimes. And so I had to sit down and have a talk with myself. I'm like, if you're going to be an example to what good emails are, you have to have good emails yourself. Um, but yeah, so we all fall into that category of helping other people so much that we sometimes lose sight of what 
our business needs to be doing as well. And so if you can't do it all and you know, it's not a shameful thing to admit we're human right. and we can't do it all, nor do we want to. I mean, I took off last Monday. I told my clients, don't call me. And I went to Disneyland with some friends all dang day. We had Good the best day ever. I didn't think about anybody or anything else, but having fun, eating popcorn and an apple. And I just like partied all day. And then of course the next day I worked, 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 but that was fine. Cause I had those days to myself. And that's part of the reason why we are in the businesses we are. So when you can give those things away to someone else and know that it's getting taken care of, not only do you have peace of mind, but the right copywriter, by the way, for your emails, the right social media manager will pay for themselves because the work will bring in new clients. And so then you don't even have to worry about how much it's costing you because it's getting more revenue for you while you do less work. So it's a win-win. Yeah, totally. It really is. I mean, and I love that you said that you, you're a VA and you have VAs that work for you. Like that's awesome. Yes, and that's a really, <laughs> and, yeah. And it's a really good point too, because, you know, I mean, I'm a coach. I still have, I have coaches and mentors and right. like, you know, it, and it's not, it's, it is hard for a lot of people to understand that if you can't get it all done and you need help and to ask for that help is not a shameful thing. Like people, I know even me, mm -hmm. I felt like in the beginning, well, this is my business. Like I should be able to do everything. Well, okay. Well, I'm a human. Right. So, <laughs> so that's not going to happen, <laughs> uh, especially with all of the things that we do have to do as business owners. It's really, you can, right. you know, you can do all, you can do all the things, but then you're taking away from the things that you're really good at, at your zone of genius, at mm -hmm. what your business mm -hmm. is really, why you created your business, like who you're helping. You're not helping them if you're, you know, if you're not a graphic designer and you're sitting there trying to figure out graphic design or, you know, <laughs> like I <t> totally, <laughs> and, and we don't get that sometimes that, you know, it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to need somebody else in your business. Like you're mm -hmm. not, we're not superhuman. We are human. <laughs> well, that, and I think if we can be frank about this, I do honestly, personally think it is a female thing because, um, you know, a lot of times, a lot of us are raised with the helper mindset and that's just how we feel. So we want to do it all to help others. But um, one thing that I really looked at when I was looking at businesses in general, male or female, the top producers, the top people, the first thing they do as managers is delegate to other people. Yeah. And that's it. They don't try to do the other job. You're not going to see them cleaning the carpets. They have a carpet cleaner. That's just the way it is. And so that goes all the way up the ladder. For us to be the most powerful business people we can be, male or female, we have to, like you said, stick with our zone of genius. And it's not um, giving away work that we should or could be doing. Yeah, I could clean a carpet too, but I'm giving someone else money to survive that they're cleaning a carpet because they do that. They're better. That's their business. And then I get to go help someone else with their email so they can help someone else to be, you know, in a better mindset because they're a mindset coach and the world goes on and on and everybody wins that way. So it's more powerful to give away tasks that you don't want to do or don't know how to do perfectly 
it's just part of making this world go round where we empower each other. So that's how I see it as more of a step into your own power by being a boss and a boss delegates, period. Yes, that was amazing. That was like some of the, <laughs> that was put so perfectly. Really, it really was. That's awesome. All right. So is there anything that you would like to say that would wrap up this specific episode? Um, I would love to hear, do you have um, somewhere where everyone can reach you? And is there any opt-ins that, you know, we could link to in the show notes? Absolutely. I am super active on Instagram. I love talking with people on direct messaging and I love giving tips. I see myself as someone who, yes, I make money doing what I do, but I love to help other women entrepreneurs. So please follow me. Girl at the yellow desk is my handle on Instagram. Please come follow me and please reach out. Please say hi. Please ask questions. Please comment. I do respond to every single person and I do help every way I can. And that being said, I have several freebies in my link in my bio, but one that I have just for you guys, it'll be in the show notes I gave to Janessa. It's five ways to start an effective email list. And so it's mm -hmm. five tips for you to just kind of go over some of the things I said in a simple step process on how to just opt people in, create your freebie lead, lead magnet and get started. And don't be afraid. So my final words, don't be afraid. Just like you were saying, Janessa, you implementation is more important than anything else than perfection. So just start, put out a lead magnet and test the waters. If it doesn't work, try another one. You can have 15 people on an email list. That's how these lists get started. Then you'll get 20, then you'll get a hundred. And before you know it, you'll have your own group of fans that you're emailing monthly, weekly, and you can hire someone like me who can speak in your own voice, send awesome stories and convert those subscribers into paying customers. So you can make more money too. So go for it. Yes. That's amazing. Amazing. Yes. Uh, just do it. And I love that you test <laughs> the waters because mm -hmm. a lot of people, uh, you know, get that one freebie out and they're like, Oh, nobody likes this. I mm -hmm. failed. Uh, this is no good. <laughs> Why am I doing this? So, yeah, no, that's not it. It's, getting to know your audience, especially mm -hmm. if you're just starting out, like you have to get to know your audience. You have to really nail down that ideal client and give them what they want. Mm -hmm. But you don't know what they want until you ask or until mm -hmm. you're testing, until you put it out there and you get responses and it's not mm -hmm. going to be everything. I mean, I have like 50 freebies and I only have about five <laughs> of them that are, you know, actually active right now because some of them just didn't work. So, mm -hmm. you know, if the first one doesn't work, try the next one. And if you have problems or a hard time trying to figure out what type of freebie, mm -hmm. send me a DM on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. happy to help you brainstorm anything. Send Charlize a DM and she'd Absolutely. be happy to help you brainstorm. You know, we mm -hmm. are all here for each other. Like you said before, it's, we're all empowering each other to just take the next level. So, you know, we're all here. Feel free to reach out anytime. And Charlize, thank you so much for today. I really enjoyed this conversation and you brought a lot of value. 
thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure to be able to speak to your, your group of people and to speak with you today. And I just hope that everyone reaches out to me because I want to help everyone I can. So thank <laughs> you so much. All right. Thank you.